This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. The fields are up for a spectacular premier meeting on Friday. And it starts at 4.01, a 12-race card with the two Group 1s, the St. Ledger, 7.40, 8.09, the New Zealand Oaks, and then a Group 2, the Kingston Cup, at 20 minutes to 9. And there, we see no keeper step out, a greyhound who has won 13 from 13 beyond 600 metres. Our star stayer and a dog that has captured the imagination of greyhound lovers and some wider racing public as well. And as trainer Gary Cleave joins us this morning. Thank you, Gary, for uh, keeping us up to date with No Keeper. And firstly, I just want to ask you, he had one race last month, the Group 2 Teresa McDonald, which he won, of course, up at Cambridge. But one race in that month, was that by design? Or are you simply having trouble finding races? Good morning, boys. Um, it has been a case of struggling to find um, fields. Um, the plan was to sort of give him an easy week after the Cambridge run and maybe just sort of drop him back and give him a couple of 600s prior to the Kingston Cup. But um, no, numbers are falling away and um, everyone's sort of run for cover. Maybe he's just been a bit too good, Gary, um, and that's a bit of a worry. But of course, um, there are people who will covet having a crack at the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar uh, next month at Monaco, which is the ultimate staying test over 779 metres in our most prestigious race. Now, with no keeper, I know that you and Gaylene have had options in terms of going to Australia for a variety of big races that you could have chosen. It seems like you've chosen to stay at home. Can you just run us through the process and what your thinking has been over the last month or two? Yeah, there were two major races in Australia, the uh, Sandown Cup and a half million dollar race at the Gardens um, within sort of a month's period. Um, Scott Eaton from New South Wales has sort of touched base with us about sending the dog over. And um, when we were sort of contemplating it, it was all pretty much a learning curve, um, you know, sort of what the top of the range would be for no keeper. Um, obviously still unknown at 779, so um, it has been a learning curve with him. Um, yeah, so it, it just seemed to be a rough option send the dog to New South Wales to firstly contest a, a race in Melbourne with the travel um, then come back to New South Wales and have a go at the um, the half million dollar race sort of took a lot of things into consideration obviously missing the silver collar here was was one um, albeit the prize money's very good over there it's very orientated to the winner um, and we just sort of felt, you know, it's not all about the money, but we just sort of felt that um, maybe the best option was to stay home. Um, a wee bit further down the line, we were approached by 
New South Wales racing to say that uh, through winning the national sprint final here, he had actually qualified for the uh, million-dollar chase. And was there any chance we could get the dog over there in 10 days, which was um, just sort of put in the too hard basket. So um, sadly, we didn't get to have a crack at that, although watching the race last night, Chusa Pearl was very, very impressive, and um, I don't think the, w- the winning state would have been coming our way. So we sort of um, we've opted on the um, the safer option. Um, sort of been involved in the sport for nearly 40 years. Um, <clears throat> I've never won one of the three majors, which I sort of consider the New Zealand Cup, the Auckland Cup, or the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar. And uh, yeah, no keeper might be my best chance to sort of pick one of those off the bucket list. Look, indeed he might, and I, I guess, Gary, uh, with a view to that 779 metres, and you have to go through the heats and then obviously the final a week later, and you know it has got to the bottom of some dogs in the past that we thought might have been silver-collar winners, but I guess that Theresa McDonald over 747 metres on the wide-open spaces of Cambridge Raceway has perhaps given you some comfort that indeed, the further he runs, he can still hang in there better than the others. Yes, um... Like it was the first time we'd sort of really taken on the northern stayers. Um, Arch Lawrence and Co. always sort of has a good stayer around him, and um, he sort of had a number of his team that were in good form. So um, at the moment, we've sort of uh, raced, you know, pretty much everything that's going around in New Zealand, and sort of the unknown will be if um, any Aussies come over or any that uh, someone's sneaked in or. Um, is yet to line up. Crafty, pleasure to have you on the show uh, with us this morning. Looking forward talking about uh, the upcoming race on Friday. As Rosso said, we haven't seen him since the 14th of April, so he's coming in off the back of a month off. What goes into keeping a stayer like him fit enough and ready to rumble over the 700-metre journey, and, and just how hard is that for you as a trainer? Yeah, it has been hard. Um as I say, we, we planned to sort of give him an easy week after the the Cambridge race and to sort of step his work up. And we were looking for a, a 600 or a 700, um, you know, just for just to keep him ticking over. Um, and we we're unsuccessful in getting that. So um, I'm not a big fan of sort of trialling race dogs, but we, we took him in and we gave him a, a slip from the path, which was probably a hit out over about 400 metres. Um, his run home time was 11.63, which was good without being sensational. Um, and, you know, we were sort of counting on a, a run in the heats the following week, which he didn't get. So uh, once again, I had to sneak him in and give him a 5.20 trial. Um, overall time was 30.31, which was a wee bit off the pace compared with the C5 dogs on the night. Um but yeah, it had been three weeks since his previous, you know, solid hit out. So um, yeah, hopefully the 520 will just sort of sharpen him up a wee bit. 30-31, you say a little bit off the C5s, but there's some pretty handy ones going around that are fast. What was his run home time like? Is that suggesting to you that he's he's ready to rumble and, and keep that unbeaten record going over the 700? It was a funny trial. Like I, I sort of snuck him out early to... Uh, to run on the best of the track. Um, 
sort of boxed him away, picked up my collar and lead and sort of made my way down onto the trotting track. And in the meantime, he'd sort of come out and you, you don't sort of get to see the sectionals um, until you sort of get down to the, the main scoreboard. And his first section was 6.17, which is very, very ordinary. Um, whether he stumbled or just stuffed the start, I don't know. But um, his run home time was 12.17, which was more than comparable with um, the big guns of the night. But yeah, just that, that early section sort of sport, the overall time. Comes up with box five for the final uh, on Friday in the Kingston Cup. And we know over ground that uh, the best version of him has been able to get himself nice and handy. And is, is that what you're expecting from him come Friday, even from an awkward draw? He's always been not a bad box dog, just didn't have that kick or acceleration after the, you know, once he got on the ground. So, um, yeah, traditionally, uh, stayers aren't as sharper box dogs as you might meet in, say, a C5, 520 field. Um, so, yeah, just just his racing style and, and natural ability, I would sort of like to see him take a posse up handy. You've also got no account going around, uh, and it, of course, uh, a brother to the, the star in no keeper, and a greyhound who's had a crack over the uh, extreme at Auckland over the 779. I think he finished into third on that occasion. What are you expecting from him from a kind draw? Um, he's not the bravest in the field, so he needs gaps to go his way. Um, huge run on Friday behind Gatan in a super, super time. Um no accounts probably run close to the 30-second barrier himself. Um, does get the trip and has shown at times if he can sort of find the gaps and, and keep bowling along, um, the 700 will be no problem to him. Well, Gary, um, obviously those two there in the Kingston Cup, and um, do you have any others in your kennel that you could potentially... Uh, have as, as, as silver collar dogs upcoming. It's a, it's a race that you have tackled in the past and not been too far away in. Um, no grizzles. Um, finds the 700 too far, um, but he's a good handy dog over the 600. So um, no, nothing else for the for the silver collar this year. Um, Yeah, we have done a, a bit of breeding and we do tend to breed from um, staying bitches. Um, we're currently breaking in two litters, one out of Classy Witch and another out of No Potential, both who um, perform successfully over the 700. So um, maybe there's a, a future stayer there. Well, Gary, we're on the collar countdown. We really appreciate you checking in with us this morning and giving us the update on No Keeper. We wish you and Gaylene all the very best, and the kennel, of course, the family in the kennel, and everybody that helps you out there. Uh, the 2022 Kingston Cups prestigious race got Group 2 status. It's at 8.40 on Friday evening on the stunning card. Gary, so all the best for then. No, thank you, Kylie. Um, exciting sort of six weeks with um, you know the Kingston Cup, the silver collar, and and the stayer champs. So, um, yeah, look look forward to the, the upcoming month. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.